We are CEOs, executives, educators, and professionals from all sectors of society who support the global expansion of betterment in the world through joy and joyly. I'm your host, Cheryl Lynn, founder of the Chair of Joy Experience. Together, we have developed the World Council of Joy, and our council invites CEOs and innovators from impactful organizations to the Joyly podcast. We showcase how generous, bold, and fully engaged they are in their work and what a culture of joy is to them. Chair Joy um, because I office at the Village Workspace, which is where the event is being hosted. So I own a marketing company called Assist for the Win um, for about, I'm in my fourth year of that now. And we primarily work with um, small businesses and entrepreneurs that don't have a huge marketing budget um, like some of the really big companies do, but know that it's important that they need to be out there and seen. Um, So we do all aspects of digital marketing, social media, branding, newsletters, blogs, websites, you name it. I had a client that really wanted to be more personable in in their content, and I told them, you know, the best way to do that is through Facebook Lives or videos, and they were petrified because a lot of people don't love being in front of a camera. Um, It can be intimidating, and I said, you know, that's the great thing about social media is that nowadays people don't want scripted stuff. They want it right off the cuff. And they want you to be true and transparent, and that's why people do like business with you. There, you know, there's a million people that do, you know, X, Y, Z, but people do business with you because of how they can relate to you. So she started doing these Facebook lives, and I helped put a strategy together because she's like, I don't even know what to talk about. I'm like, it doesn't even have to be about business. Like, it can be about just who you are, what you like to do, what excites you, and she ended up getting like triple the amount of followers in, in I think it was like a six week period that she did it. She got so much more comfortable and was just thrilled. And I, that's, that brings me joy because I want to see my clients succeed. That's why I do what I do. So that was awesome. <laughs> my kids kind of know I have three teenagers, so they, they kind of know that like after dinner, I mean, they all disappear in their rooms and I never see them until, you know, they either need food or something from me. <laughs> um, not totally true, but mostly. Um, but I love to just go back in our room. It's like my spot in our house. My husband has a little say in what goes on in there, but it's mostly, it's my space. <laughs> and I like to just be back there with my doggies on the bed just snuggling them or binge watching whatever show I'm watching on Netflix and that's like my happy place <laughs> there or my backyard in the summertime. We have a really nice big backyard and I love being out there with family. Uh, when I was 11, I found out I was getting a baby sister, which I never thought I was going to have a sibling. My parents are divorced. Uh, my dad did get remarried. Um, but they've been married since I was like three and never had kids, so I just sort of assumed that would never be a thing that happened. And I found out I was gonna um, have a baby sister, and I was so excited because I had always wanted to have siblings growing up and had never had them, and always loved going over to my friends' houses that had brothers and sisters, and um, just really loved that dynamic. And um, we didn't live, we only ever lived together for about 18 months of our entire lives. Um, but she is one of my best friends, and it was just, you know, for the longest time with that big age difference, there wasn't a whole lot in common. But now that we're adults, um, it's so great. She just got married last year in a pandemic via Zoom. <laughs> and it was just so cool to see her. I mean, I've, I've literally got to watch her grow up from 
tiny little baby and it's it was I was just remember being so excited when my dad told me my best friend in the entire world we met when we were 15 and we're still best friends today and he and I can literally go do anything and have the best time but one of the best was um, I just actually went out to Chicago in April to visit him he had just relocated out there from Denver and it was just he's one of those people that we can be apart for however long and the second we see each other we just pick right back up from where we um, stopped and we went to Wrigley Field for a Cubs game which was so much fun because it's quite an iconic you know field and it, he his apartment actually overlooks it and so you can listen to the game even if you're not there which is so cool but we went and pretended that we were in Ferris Bueller's day off um, ditching ditching work to to come hang out at the Cubs game and it was just like so fun. I think it would increase my awareness of of myself and and my relationships with other people. Um, I mean, it it's got to be good for your soul <laughs> and for your you know. There's so many benefits of being you know feeling good about things and um, I, and maybe some, I think I might have to do something like I'll have to sing to myself three times a day. <laughs> we t tomorrow's never. A given and so you should take as much joy from your what you have in your life and your day every every minute every second and focus on that because that's the end of the day at the end of your life like those are the moments that matter not that you missed a meeting on accident or that you burned dinner or that your dog got out for the 18th time because you can jump over eight foot fences um, but that I still get to give him puppy snuggles. Like that's you focus on that piece of it, and um, I think it's just so important. This is an amazing movement that you're doing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.